welcome to your weekly dose of dudes with some balls. For those that live, breathe, and love all things sports while valuing the convenience of your own time, this is Dudes with Some Balls. For the fan, from the fan, the podcast made for you. Two-man show again. We're alternating process. Jacob Booth in North Dallas, myself in Seattle, Washington. Booth, how you doing, man? Doing fantastic, man. Excited to uh, talk some baseball today. Yeah, we got through the wild card round. We talked about doing a podcast before that. Our schedule's mine, yours, Rossi's. It all didn't line up. We shot out our predictions. You're the only one that got the Texas-Tampa series right. Congrats. Way to root down the hometown nine. Oh, yeah. Other than that, um, I don't want to highlight too much because you obviously watch the games. I was very shocked that the Brewers not only lost, they got swept. That was kind of, they weren't my team that I wanted to win, but I kind of wanted them to, to, I wanted them to play the Dodgers, I think. Um, I don't know if you had any takeaways from the wild card, but that, that's just what I had. Yeah, no, just that, that matchup was, was pretty crazy with the, the advantage that the Brewers had in the, in the pitching side of things. And they, uh, they came up short, but don't want to kind of labor that point. So we can yeah. move on. Well, I'm sure North Dallas, although they're excited about the, I guess Dallas as a whole, more excited about the Cowboys. Great start. The Rangers are still something to root for. They're going to take on the top team in the American League, the Baltimore Orioles, who young talent, their question thing going into the postseason is how their pitching is going to hold up. Obviously, they lost their all-star closer in Felix Bautista. Yannier Cano, the rookie, has done a good job replacing him. Booth, unbiased take here. Rangers, First Orioles, who do you got? So when you asked for my predictions uh, in, the, in the first round, I had a, I went ahead and filled out my whole bracket, and I had the Rangers going all the way to the World Series. And although that's probably a little bit biased, I, I really like their offense as a whole. One through nine, there's no easy outs. As you can see in that last game they had, eight, the eight and nine spot were, were the ones putting up extra base hits and scoring runs for the team. So I'm a believer in offense. So I'm going with the Texas Rangers. Who says pitching and defense doesn't win championships when offense scores six runs do when they're we've talked about it so much, especially because the Mariners played them at the end of the year when they hit, they hit. Uh, and that was what showed against the Rays. Although the Rays made plenty of errors in game one. Ooh, it's really tough because both these teams are technically unexperienced in this situation. So it's, it's really tough. It's also going to be confusing how the pitching rolls for the Rangers. I, I'm going to rock with Baltimore. I think home field advantage is going to play important in this, although the Rangers have already uh, been tested. They've, I guess testimony would be the right word for how they've played on the road so far in the postseason. But that's all I got on that side. Baltimore is road high all year. They've come through in the clutch, and I don't think that they're going to shy away from it at this point. Sticking in the American League, I think all of us were shocked to see the Twins make it out of the first round despite being home and that just a track history to their inability to win playoff series. However, our great friend Mike Ciancio alluded to Royce Lewis is him, the young man. Uh a couple home runs. The offense played really good. The pitching was phenomenal. Sonny Gray was amazing in game two. The Rangers are that typical gritty pitching and defense team. But they are going to have a tough match. This is only one of two teams who have announced their game one starter and who they're going against the defending champions. The Houston Astros, Justin Verlander, will get the ball. The most experienced pitcher in the postseason is going to take the hill. Um, in game one, Booth, same question. 
How are we feeling about this series? Uh, well, who do I think is going to win? I'm I'm sticking with the Texas teams and going with Houston. But that that bullpen for the Minnesota Twins is really not talked about enough. Uh, they were definitely one of the best pens, anchored by Joan Duran, of course, who who throws gas and throws like a 98 mile per hour split or something stupid like that. Um, but I think this series is going to be a little closer than uh, maybe the betting odds and and uh, people as a whole, given their opinions, think. But I, I do think the Astros are going to take it. Yeah, I like the point you're making right there. Bullpens they talk about in the postseason are super important. It's kind of why at the trade deadline, we've talked about it before. And if you've watched or listened to other podcasts like Talking Baseball, they talk about how relievers are the most important thing you can pick up at the deadline for teams looking to push for playoffs and the World Series. Because in the playoffs, bullpens matter so much because your starters aren't going to go as long. They might be on shorter rest. It's just there's a whole bunch of scenarios. So it's good to have a loaded bullpen. The Astros actually might have the weakest bullpen in the postseason right now. Brian Abreu has really been the only pitcher they can steadily rely on to come through. And I, I wish Rossi was here to talk about this a little bit more. But if it's a tighter game in the back half of those games, Minnesota can give you a run. And it's kind of one of those things where maybe Minnesota just needed to break through as in win a series and see how the ball rolls. I think this could be like a, a five-game series that gets decided. I think Houston's experience, though, against Minnesota who is a, a younger, more questionable core coming into this season. I, I don't see the Astros having much much fault, so I would take the two top seeds, Astros-Orioles in mind. Uh, ALCS, you have the Battle of Texas, which I think would be super cool. But on the NL side, the Dodgers, there's it's two division rivalries, which is awesome, so it's going to be even more electrifying for playoff matchups. But the Diamondbacks and Dodgers, although the Diamondbacks really shocked me like I said against the Brewers they used the long ball which going in that series the Brewers nine backs it was both teams are more pitching and defense that's where everyone thought the Brewers would have the advantage I think the Diamondbacks awesome run they've had a fantastic year is gonna is gonna be dethroned and it might be dethroned in a, a sweeping fashion in LA yeah I, I don't disagree with that the things they have going for them of course is they save their ace and their number two pitcher so they'll have Merrill Kelly and uh Jeez, uh, what's his name? Zach Allen uh, going one and two against the Dodgers, and uh, like like you said, they're hitting, they're they're hot now. Ended the season a little slow, but uh, it's, it's another thing. Like you can't really bet against the Dodgers in the in the playoffs, at least the first round or second <laughs> round in this case. But um, yeah, can't can't go against the Dodgers. But I really like that Diamondbacks team. Young young team, uh, a lot of fun guys to root for, but can't can't really pick them to win. Yeah. I, I hope they make a game out of it. They could win one. That would be awesome. Anything above that. It's a big win for them this season already with the wild card victory. Clayton Kershaw, he's the only other starter that's been announced for any of these teams is going game one. The Dodgers thing is they have a young starting pitching staff, but kind of like in the same situation with the Rangers, I would argue that the Dodgers play better defense. They just have such a potent lineup that is going to produce numbers, so much playoff experience, one through nine. It's a bit like the Mariners last year um, where they they won the wild card round and then kind of run into a juggernaut in the second round, come up short. That's kind of how I see it playing out, at least. Yeah, and for Diamondbacks fans and personnel, I hope that you don't run into the exact same situation with the Mariners, where mm -hmm. all three of those games were, were potentially winnable against that juggernaut. But, yeah, look, great season nonetheless for Diamondbacks. I know it kind of sounds like we're writing them off. Anything can happen in October, cliche saying. Well, I wrote them off last round, so. <laughs> I think we all did. So This series, we all picked correctly who was going to come out of the NL wild card in this one, and that is a credit to the Miami Marlins. Amazing Cinderella run this year. Way too early to make the postseason. They've done a fantastic job all the way from their front office to their personnel. Just kind of statistically speaking, it was a very lucky way into the playoffs. 
we kind of knew Philly was going to handle that series, and they did it in dominating fashion with no questions. Uh, this is the biggest series. I don't want to put the label that this is the biggest series of the postseason because obviously the World Series is going to be the biggest series of the postseason. But this series is so valuable because of how much beef these two teams have had this year. I mean, the Braves won the division in Philly and Acuna got some hate for it. He was kind of taunting the crowd, taking on the jeers as he should. Philly's fans were upset. I did a whole podcast about it, that Philly's fans were upset that they were congratulating the Braves in the bank. And then they, they played again later in the season as the Phillies were pushing the playoffs. And the Phillies got theirs against the Braves on the road. And then on top of that, we can go back to last year where the Braves were the defending champs and they were eliminated in this exact series a season ago to this Philadelphia Phillies team. And uh, as we know, the Phillies went to the World Series. This is, this series is the first postseason series. I'm like, oh, this is postseason baseball. I'm, I'm waiting on you to say something. Yeah. I thought you were done yet. I thought you were just taking a break. You're, hey, you're, yeah. on, a, you're on a hot streak. I don't I'm excited. I, 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 I say what I say and then I lean to you and I'm like, hey, what, what do you got? Same. I, I just don't want to repeat what you're saying, but yeah, th- this is as exciting as it gets. You got two, I guess, really, I don't know if Atlanta counts as a sports town, but but Philly is obviously one of the biggest, if not the biggest sports town, sports city right now. Uh, we saw the stadium going crazy for uh, that Grand Slam that got hit. Uh, there was a video that was posted uh, without the announcer's audio. Uh, yeah, it was sick. Bryson's thoughts uh, Grand Slam. Yeah, that first pitch crazy. off a of lefty, left on left. You haven't seen that. Yeah, video well, you got the, the whole crowd singing his walk-up song, so... I, uh, I'm, I'm hopping on the bandwagon. They beat my, my Miami Marlins. So I'm just, uh, hopping on the Philadelphia Philly bandwagon. Yeah. You're part of the Marlins. You were happy. You were super pumped to text Jordan and I that you picked that, that you've picked the NL wild card. Exactly. Right. Yeah, I missed the podcast, but I got the text to prove it. So, you know, <laughs> um, do? yeah, I, I don't, gosh, man, I love Philly's energy, but I can't. I cannot bet against the Braves. The only way this is going to sound stupid because, yeah, obviously if they lose uh, a game, if Spencer Strider's pitching game one and he gets shelled and Phillies win game one, then I got the Phillies winning the series. But looking at it from a dry perspective, nothing nothing can stop this Braves offense. Is, uh, is Max Freed back at all? Because he got hurt and there was rumors on him being able to come through in the playoffs. Same with Scherzer. They were talking about uh, – Sure, sure it's like World Series, if at all. Yeah, they said potentially CS, but uh, okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, I mean, Freed's thing was only a blister. I could see. Apparently, he remains on track for Game Two of the NLDS. So there's okay. a chance he might get pushed to Game Three, but it looks like he is going to pitch in this in this series if need be. I mean, if you're looking at it in five games, they could have Strider and Freed throw in four of those. Yeah. So that's a really good spot to feel confident in your team if you have Atlanta Braves. All I'm going to say is Aaron Nola last year was the best, in my opinion, the best pitcher in the playoffs. He What he did last year in the playoffs was amazing against this Braves team, against the Cardinals in the World Series. He looked great. Uh, so it's it, it should be a fun series. There's really nothing we can say outside of that. This I'm excited because I've, I've told Booth this and Jordan, I'm a big, I'm a big Acuna fan. I was so upset when they won the World Series in 2021 just because Acuna didn't get to be a part of that lineup. Him coming back and then them losing last year, I think this is like, it's his year. It's the MVP year. It's it's, it's all that, everything coming together for the Braves. Um, I really want a Braves-Dodgers in LCS. I think we'd be really spoiled if we, we get this series, obviously, in the DS. And then if we can get Braves-Dodgers again in LCS, I think it would be really fun. I, I got the Braves winning this. 
Yeah, I'm going. I'm going Phillies just because I don't want to be boring and pick 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 the favorites for every yeah. uh, every matchup. So yeah, I I did that, and that's stupid. Um, it's pretty short, pretty short podcast just because we don't really, you know, there's nothing you guys don't already know about this. Even if you're a casual fan, there's enough coverage that you don't need to listen to us yap about. We're smart enough to to know our audience and know your whole thing. But last but not least, just a quick wrapped up segment for you for football this week as we go into week five. Jacob Booth, you picked the New England Patriots minus one. Detroit Lions going big time with the, I just put nine and a half. I should have put the minus on the logo that we got tweeted out the graphic, but minus nine and a half. Uh, Denver and New York Jets over 43. Was it supposed to be over 43? I think so. Okay. I, uh, I keep going with the over on the Jets and it's not that, really looking too good. But I'm that's why I kind of, yeah. I, I even almost was picked not, the Bengals this week too, but uh, hopped off yeah. that train. I was nice to you. I, I, I recognize I'm a big uniform guy. I saw that the Broncos are wearing these uh throwback lids, the white helmets with the throwback logo. Even put snow cap lids. Yeah, even yeah, snow cap. They made the end zones white. So droopy. Uh, <laughs> I even put the throwback Denver logo in this week. I stay up to date. I got the Chiefs money line minus four, four Green Bay minus one. I'm going with the Houston Atlanta under. I'm just seeing a uh, hopefully not as successful Houston uh, offense this weekend as it has been in the past. Jordan is sticking with that game as well, but he's got Houston plus two. He's taking Baltimore and Pittsburgh under 37 and a half, which I'm a little bit concerned on, but who's to know? And then he's sticking with another under on that Cardinals Bengals game, which I like this one under 44 and a half, but that is all your wrapped up week five locks booth. And I will watch playoff baseball. Do you guys this weekend? Everybody enjoy the MLB postseason as always. And the NFL season get underway next week. We got a fun topic as Booth's alma mater, the University of Washington, and my favorite college football program, the Oregon Ducks play. That will be a good one. Hopefully, college game day going there. But we will give you all that and more on next week's episode. Thanks for tuning in to another one of Dudes with Some Balls. Y'all take care now.